What's up, y'all? You are listening to For the Artists, a podcast brought to you by Creative and Projects. I'm your host, Melissa Cherie. Of course, I'm excited because I got somebody coming back, okay? Look, we got a returner. Hi, DeCarlos is in the house. Hey, what's now, up, let what's me up? just, let me, yeah, say what's up, but let me just refresh, okay? DeCarlos is the co-host of for the record look at that see we kind of like we, we're on the same vibe we both got fours going on you know what i'm saying <laughs> he's a new resident to houston texas previously he was in nashville we can we can get the skinny on that he's <laughs> one of the 2021 40 under 40 okay drop the mic right there we got to get into that <laughs> recipients he's currently working on a new compilation album his previous album, Nirvana, was released in 2015. So we're just going to catch up today. We're going we're gonna to shoot the shoot. Look at, see, I said shoot. See? You see, you see how I did that? Anyway, we're just going to chop it up, talk all things good and gravy to Carlos. What's good? Man, listen, thank you so much for having me on your show again. Everything is, is love. Everything is good, man. How you been? You know what? I'm good. I was going to say I'm hot, but I mean, I really can't say that compared to where you're at over in Houston. I've been to Houston and the struggle is real. This heat is next level here. I will say that. Yeah. I had to perform in Houston and um, yeah, I was like, I will not be doing this hair. Uh, We will be, we will be throwing a wig on it. (laughs) And that's exactly what I did for every show. Mm -mm, You ain't going to catch me out there. (laughs) <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so what what prompted the move from Nashville to Houston, if if I can ask that? Of course you can ask. Um, I was in Nashville for a total of 13 years, and I just kind of wanted something different. Um, I've had fr- a friend that lived here in Houston for years. I would always come visit. I always loved the city. I'm like, you know what? I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. Um, and last year, it just kind of happened. I was always kind of just like scared to leave because my parents are older and I was just kind of afraid just like being that far away from them versus like two hours because it's like 10 now versus mm-hmm. two hours in Nashville and uh like me having like so many friends I was just kind of afraid just to kind of like take that leap but I went ahead and did it so here we are and like I said I, I'm, I'm loving it so far I'm uh eight months in the heat has not <laughs> killed me as of yet I'm I'm, I'm, I'm still here so yeah, it's the heat's rough, but it hasn't been it hasn't been as bad as I thought it was gonna be. But it's it's been pretty rough. Okay, so you yeah. were thinking about moving for a mm-hmm. minute. Yeah, you just you just mm-hmm. didn't pull the trigger, but you finally did. Finally did it. Isn't that crazy? How we can be sitting on something like something will be like in us, kind of like brewing. It's right. you know, it's an idea. We're just ruminating on it. <laughs> Right. And then it's like we can't let it go, and then eventually finally get to that place where we like, okay, I got enough faith, I got enough whatever we got to come up with. I'm gonna do it. I'm yeah. gonna do it. But we gotta get to that place. Yeah, the lease was up, and I was just like, you know what, I'm gonna do it. Um, I didn't have a problem really talking to my mom about it. I was mm. like, I'm just gonna tell her, and whatever. Me and my dad are like this. And even though I was two hours away, he would hop in his car and come to Nashville like randomly, like during the week. So mm. I actually took him out to breakfast and I was like, okay, dad, I got to tell you something. Lord, what is it? What's going on? And I finally told him and he just, he didn't like it, but he understood that, you know, I'm grown and I, I can't just like live my life for anyone else. And that goes for anybody, you know. You know, your, your parents are going to get older, your, your kids are going to get older, your friends, whatever, and they have to eventually just kind of just veer off into their own thing. So it was time for me to go. Wow. Well, yeah. congratulations to you. Thank you. For doing Thank you that. so much. I love that you did it. I just had a flashback of one time when my friend, I, I, was, at a, I was at this event with my friend mm-hmm. and there was a zip line for everybody to go on. Yeah. Okay. And it was like a baby zip line, but still. And I like try to, I try to motivate myself. I could do this. I could do this. Cause I don't like that sensation of like when my stomach drops. Mm, yeah. And so, and all the little kids was going up there to get on this little baby zip line, putting the little, you know, harness on and be like, Wee! And anyway, <laughs> I got up there and I was like, oh, I can't do it. I, I was like, yeah. I, don't, I just couldn't. I was like, I could feel the sensation. 
even though it wasn't even happening. And I tried all the tricks. I was like, okay, I was like trying to plan for like how I could get on the zip line and like not feel the the stomach dropping feeling. I was like, okay, I'm gonna just bend my knees already and I'm gonna have my stomach scrunched up. Or maybe if I sit down on the ledge and I just scooch off, I sat up there for a good probably 30, 30, 45 minutes. (laughs) And guess what? I didn't do it. And to this day, I wish I would have done it. But, you know, that's what your story kind of made me. It just it took me back to that place because, you know, we have sometimes we have that like that that angst, that fear of the unknown, the uncertain or what we think it's going to feel like. And then it prevents us from doing something. But not so with you. You did it. Finally, I finally did it because I talked about it for years. So I finally did it. Yeah. So what's up with the music now that you now that you're in a new place? I mean, did you already have, you know, a a network of musicians and people to work with in this new place? Are you starting fresh? Yeah, it's it's all fresh. Um, What I'm I'm doing this time is kind of like similar. I've been scouting a lot of social media and reaching out to people. Um, I've already had artists like submit stuff. Like I have an album title, kind of like what I want the, the album to be about. Um, I've actually reached out to some producers because I'm wanting to do a, a couple things a little different than I did last time. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't don't really know too many people here, but I do plan on kind of like venturing out and kind of like getting to know like producers and writers here and possibly like going into the studio and just kind of kind of, you know, see what we can come up with or whatever. But yeah, I've been getting some really, really good good music coming in from from these artists. There's so many talented artists out there that are are not are not mainstream and they're not really really being noticed um they just kind of like put their music on social media and you know things like that so that that's what i'm looking for i'm looking for all the underdogs i love it all the underdogs y'all heard yes. that so if you're listening you better reach out to the carlos because he's gonna put you on hey, <laughs> hey. <laughs> Um, okay, so I see you got the beard popping since I last saw you. <laughs> okay, beard gang is this looking real nice? Okay, I hey, see you. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Listen, <laughs> I had surgery on my arm a couple of weeks ago. Well, it's been oh. like a month now, and um, I normally have a bald head, so I normally shave myself, and I can kind of shave my beard up myself. But I actually got a haircut this morning. Because I, I haven't been able to do it myself. And I normally don't go to the barbershop and get haircuts because I'm able to, you know, do, take care of myself. So, um, yeah, I, I wasn't going to get on here looking um, all raggedy. So <laughs> thank you for admiring my beard. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. So you done grew a beard and you said you finished a project since the last time? I spoke. Did we spoke? No, no, I start started the project. Started started, you started the, uh, the, one. The audit app, the blah, blah, blah. started the project, which is basically the next album. Um, and I'm looking to put it out sometime in the spring of next year. Okay. Uh, other than that, you know, of course, we got the 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 podcast popping for the record with <laughs> AD and Loso. Shout out to AD, my co-host, um, who's doing this thing. But yeah, we're still doing the podcast. We're on season two now. We uh, actually just started back recording. We took a little break because things got crazy. Like when I first moved here, things were hectic. AD actually just moved also across the country. He moved from DC to Alabama. He's enrolled back in school. He's in a dual master's program. So it has been insane. We just haven't been able to be on the same page and record and things like that. So now we just recently just started back. So. I'm super excited about that uh, because I really, really did miss recording. But yeah, that's pretty much what we've been up to. Like I said, we're on season two and uh, we're just trying to, you know, stay in the lane and, you know, hopefully uh, AD, he's taking a couple of weeks off at this time because, you know, he's trying to study and, and you know, get it, get all his ducks in a row. So um, yeah, I'm just kind of holding it down while he's out. I love that y'all are not stagnant. You have so like you have so much movement, movement, yeah. you know, not just in terms of um of your of your artistry, yeah, but just you know, like kind of well-rounded, you know, you have a lot of different things going on with attention right. to family, school, right. like that's dope. That's what's up. Yeah. So is that also as a result of 
kind of things being more open that you guys are moving and shaking so much right now or um, that's just how it is yeah I just think this is this is how, how it happens to be like everything everything happens for a reason mm-hmm. you know um I kind of feel like even if I would have stayed in Nashville AD was you know still going to go ahead and do his whole thing with his uh, you know dual master's program so there was still going to be like some kind of miscommunication there um, with us because we just weren't on the same page. And, and when I say we weren't on the same page, it's not a bad thing. Just like our schedules were not in sync at all. Like I had um, got a new position at my job. Then I started another position and I was in training and he was taking these classes and trying to work. And we just honestly could not find the time to be like, okay, we're going to get together and do this. So we, we really didn't even talk as much as far as on the phone. Like we would text back and forth, but that would be it. Things that just really got crazy. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was on something. I think it was IG because that's really yeah. all I ever, that's all I ever go on. Yeah. But somebody had put up a series of they weren't really memes. I guess they were quotes. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you're still an artist if kind of a series. And it was like, you're still an artist if you work a full time job. <laughs> to support your art you're still an artist if you like all these different things that um a lot of times people will somehow in their mind think well I'm not really an artist if I have to do these other things if I have to go to school if I have to go to work if I have to and it's like mm, I don't know where you got that from yeah. but <laughs> born an artist always an artist like it right. doesn't matter what else you have to do in the meantime to keep things moving like you're still an artist anything you are creating makes you an artist. You know, I know several people or several artists, like we're speaking about, you know, whether they're rappers or singers or, uh, you know, play guitar or whatever, like they have that nine to five, but they still actually, you know, try to work on the thing that they love, which is, you know, music. So yeah, you're still, you're still an artist at the end of the day. Um, And, you know, hopefully, you know, eventually, you get to a point to where you can actually stop doing more of the nine to five stuff and start doing more of what you love and actually be compensated for it. Now you and AD are not working on this project that you have going on together. Are you? No, 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 no. You're doing that by yourself. Yeah. 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 This is going to be my second project. Of course you did bring up Nirvana. That was my first one. So this is going to be the second one. Um, when I did do Nirvana, a lot of people was like, this is something you should come out. You should do one every year. And I kind of thought about that. And I was just like, the, 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 I have to have that feeling again. Like I just mm. can't, I don't, I don't want to just put out an album of people together just because like, I just have to have that feeling. I'm the type of person that, you know, I kind of feel like even artists that come out today, like there are certain reasons why artists kind of wait a minute before they put out another album, because, mm-hmm. you know, anybody can go in the studio and record a hundred songs and like, okay, well, this is going to be like my next five or six albums. And it's kind of like, no, nah, like, you know, you have to kind of take, take time to yourself. Um, sometimes give the, the fans what they need, you know, depending on what's going on in the world. Like, you know, the, the um, title of the album that I'm doing now is called the art of love. Mm. and it's kind of centered around like self-care self-love things like that um and it's you know kind of like I would say like a concept album because that's the concept of the album so you know what I'm saying I kind of feel like that's one of those things that's going to people someone's going to be able to listen to it and get something from it because of what the album is actually about but again I just don't want to just throw people together and put on an album because you know that's just I don't know. It's garbage to me. I just, I, I don't know. I, I love compilation albums, but at the same time, I hate them because some <laughs> artists actually just put them together, just be like, okay, well, this is what I put together and this is what it is. Like, I'm going to give you an example and um, <laughs> this is nothing against nobody, but I kind of feel like that's what DJ Khaled does. He mm. is, a, he, he releases a lot of compilation albums and mm-hmm. he has like these high profile people, Jay-Z, Beyonce, Meek Mills, um, Lil Baby, Drake, like and that's fine, but like if you actually listen to the music, it's really not up to par. It's, it's not. It's really just not good. It's just like he just put these people on an album together, and that's what make people go by. And I just kind of feel like that's not. Mm, no. If 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 he, with him being such a high profile, I guess artist or a DJ, whatever he is, 
he should be scouting. And I feel like doing what I'm doing or doing yeah. what Solange did when she released St. Heron. You know, she put me on so many artists that mm -hmm. I look back on the album that came out in 2013, like for an example, India Sean. She, uh, I, I was introduced to her on Solange's compilation, St. Heron. And now India Sean is signed to Epic. She's about the tour. She has an album out. And I'm just like, wow. Like literally you started from the bottom and now you're up here. So I love to see, see that happen. And I kind of feel like that's what, that's what he should be using his platform for instead of just like, well, I got my new song out with Drake on it featuring Lil Baby. It's like, well, okay, like, it's like the same people in rotation, if, if you ask me. It's like, it's, it's just very repetitive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that observation. And you know what? That That's not even um, limited to just music. The, the right. same is true of like the big screen. Right. You know, but I think that's, unfortunately, how can I articulate this? Because I feel like at, cer at a certain point, it becomes about money. You right. know what I mean? And yeah. so the names that are known, the names that are going to draw people, the name, you know, if they, if they figure it's going to make money, then they're going to do it. Exactly. Um, yeah. yeah. That, that's just what it is. I won't try to beat that dead thing, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? So anyway, yeah, but I love I what you're trying to do. So how many, how many, do you have like a target number of artists that you want to have on this next compilation project that you're doing? No, um, I would just say this. I'm one of those type of people that I don't really like really lengthy albums. <laughs> so um, I would say I'm, I'm cool with like maybe 19 total tracks, but how I'm breaking this one down is I'm going to have it in sections. So there's going to be like more interludes on this one. Um, okay. Maybe like an intro, outro, things like that. So as far as like artists with music, I would say maybe 12 to 14. Okay. On that. okay. Maybe something like that. Yeah. And um, I think I remember was it couldn't have been on Nirvana, but there was something that you, you threw out. Um, I, I think it was you. It was like a call for artists. You were looking for artists. I mean, you do that pretty regularly mm -hmm. where you try to recruit <laughs> using yeah, your social I, I, media. Yeah, I've been posting and, and just kind of like tagging people and tagging the people, especially that were like that was like on Nirvana, telling them like, hey, tell your other friends who are, you know, writing or, or, or whatever, singing, rapping, tell them, you know, hey, submit music. Like I said, I've been having a lot of submissions coming in. So and actually some really, really good music. So it's going to be hard when the time comes for me to actually start selecting, because like now it's like I kind of have in my mind, I'm like, OK, this person is definitely going to do it. This person is definitely going to be there. But when the time comes, unfortunately, that kind of changes because I've gotten so much more, you know. So I'm 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 kind of excited. With Nirvana, I had I think it was over ninety submissions. Wow! And that's that's a lot. So um, yeah, I'm I'm super excited, but I don't want to I don't want to get too excited like I was with Nirvana because I don't want to get my hopes up and have an artist that I really really want on the album not be on there because maybe they didn't fit what was going on you know yeah yeah but of the submissions that you don't choose for the project do you set them aside and like oh maybe I can use this on a future project or you just completely start with an empty palette clean and it's like okay that's that's what's done that's in the past and we're mm. through with those submissions yeah I just kind of what I did last time I just kind of reached out to the artist and just let them know that I you know went another route basically um with this one I didn't even I didn't go back at all okay I didn't know go back at all I just kind of like started just very very fresh so we're gonna say I know there's a couple of artists that was on Nirvana that I definitely want on this project and I've been kind of talking to them so um I'm excited about them you know working with them again and of course excited about the new people as well okay okay yeah. now listen uh i want to know because you said that know. you said i want to know okay you said that you gotta have that feeling Ow! <laughs> anyway uh you said you gotta have that feeling you had a feeling with nirvana so you obviously had a feeling before you started this project the art of love so can you tell me a little bit more about that 
feeling and I guess the inspiration. I mean, I know you said it's like self-love, self-care, but mm-hmm. there's obviously got to be a layer underneath that. I mean, you didn't just be like, oh, yeah, self-love. I mean, there's got to be yeah. a reason why you had a feeling around all that. So do tell, please. OK, so I know uh, the last time that I was on, I told you about like the downtime that I would have after, uh, you know, we were done with season one. Mm-hmm. I was doing this thing in 2020 and 2021 to where I would go live on Instagram and do like this self-care Sunday. Just kind of bring on someone and we would just basically talk about different self-care routines. We would just like get deep off into um, like relationships and religion and just all different types of things. And mm-hmm. uh, self-care, I feel like over the past couple of years has really, really been a huge topic, uh, especially, you know, during the pandemic and people people's relationships and their families and jobs, everything was just kind of just crazy. So self-care was just like a really, really big thing where people, I kind of feel like, I know me personally, took more time to basically just make sure that I was good um, and, you know, loved on myself more, loved on my people more, things like that. So I was like, I want to do a project. So instead of me actually doing that, I kind of sat on sat on it for a minute, and then I just again just decided like, okay, this is this is the next thing. This is what I want to do. Um, when I got the award in Nashville for the forty under forty, uh, someone asked me like, you know, when are you gonna do another project? Mm. And I was like, okay, there it is. That's it. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> Don't know when it's gonna come out. I didn't know then. Uh, but I was like, that's it. I'm going to do it. Like, it, it's it's time to do it. Like, I, I've, I've had this idea in my head. And what I need to do now is just go ahead and jump on it. So that's what I decided to do. Okay. And you are you working out of home or what? You got a studio you go to over in Houston? No, no, no. I, I, yeah, I haven't. Like I said, I haven't met anybody at all yet. So, yeah, there's nothing. Everything is just just right here. Yeah. <laughs> eight but like months I said, in. I, I, I do want to. Yeah, eight months in. Yeah. I do want to. um like I said, when I get to meeting producers and, th- and things like that, I want to basically be able to just kind of go in and just spend time there and just kind of like put my all in and just basically just focus on that. Uh, met a really, really cool producer when I was in Nashville. He actually mixed and mastered uh, Nirvana and he had worked with like Taylor Swift and John Legend and Brandy, like so many people. So me and him had like a really, really good relationship, uh, got a connection there while I was in Nashville. So um, I would I would love to go back to Nashville and work with him, but I think since I'm in a new area and you know this is kind of like a a new new time, new journey, new album, so it's time to kind of just maybe see you know see what I can find out here. Mm, yeah. Okay, I see you fully committed <laughs> yeah. to H Town. H Town, nice. All right, all right. Um. Shoot, I had a question that was brewing and I, I just lost it, but I'm pretty sure <laughs> that it will come back. But anywho, <laughs> all right, you know, so. You are really, you over there glowing. You glowing. For you real? You are glowing. Is it the makeup? No, it's not your makeup. Okay, I'll makeup, take it. Your makeup looks good. Glowing is a good thing. Yeah. You just Thank have like you. this. This 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 glow about you today. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm here. Ah, yes. Maybe that's it. But I appreciate it. I mean, shoot, I want to get my glow on. Get your glow on. Get your radiate. glow on. We got to <laughs> radiate out here. Oh, I just remember what I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you about okay. forty under forty, okay. because um, that's that's pretty dope. First of all, did you did somebody like nominate you? I mean, how did that how did that transpire? Yeah, so they they have it um they have it every year and people you know go out and they nominate for people and yeah I was um actually at Uber one day and uh, one of my friends from back home shout out to Mayfield she uh sent me a DM on Instagram she was like congratulations I'm like for for what what are you talking about and uh I happened to like pull over to get a passenger and I looked and I was like what is this. And seeing my name, and I was like, "Wow, wow, wow, wow!" So yeah, it's um, it was truly an honor, and I was thankful for it. And I was in Nashville for thirteen years, and he kind of, you know, did the stuff with music and hosting events and parties and some kind of some charity stuff and stuff like this. So 
I do appreciate them for um, recognizing me and, you know, shout out to the class of 2021, everyone who uh, was nominated for an award. That was a, uh, it was a really, really special night. It was fun too. That sounds special. First of all, you, it wasn't on your radar. You were completely right. surprised by it. Yes. Um, I, I just, there is, there's something about when you're moving in a lane, doing something that you're passionate about, that you love, yes. and really your only intention is to share that passion and that love. It's, you know, you're like, you're not out there trying to get a bunch of accolades or anything like that. Right. But then when an acknowledgement comes, it's kind of like, oh, whoa, like, wow, you know, that, that's, it, it just, it, it makes you like pause for a moment and just does something for you. You know, I kind of had a moment when I found out to where I was like, do I really deserve this? And I, and I hate to, I hate to be like that because, and I was like that when, when I came out with Nirvana, uh, I had like an album release party mm. and, um, you know, they were honoring different people in Nashville. Um, and my name was on the, on the list for the party. And there was like people that were honoring, there was like doctors and lawyers and the judge and the mayor was there. And I'm just like me, I'm just like, I can't even compete with these people. Like I'm nowhere on the on, on their level, and I kind of felt the same about you know being nominated for the award. But you know, again, I, I'm I'm thankful for it. Um, for for anything, anything I'm recognized for, I'm thankful. And um, yeah, you know. To Carlos, I love that you shared that. Okay, you know why? Because vulnerable moment. Yeah, you just keep taking me back. Okay, I you keep taking me back to different things. There was a time when the organization got recognized for something. Well, I mean, they're recognizing me and the organization. And when I found out they were recognizing us for something, I had anxiety for like, like the whole like leading up to it. Wow. And then once I got there, I felt like. I shouldn't even be in the room. I don't know if you had that feeling. I mean, it kind of sounds like it. That's why it's taking me yeah. back. And I literally, I was crying and people probably thought I was crying because I was overjoyed. But I feel like deep down I was crying because I was like, oh, Lord, why are they recognizing me? Like, I haven't even done it nearly as much as I want to do or feel like I should do. And I just felt like a lot of pressure. Yeah, it was, it, it it was definitely that that same feeling. Uh, there are so many people that I could just name off the top in Nashville that you know could have been you know nominated on that same list that hadn't hadn't been before. So you know, like I said, for them to recognize me and for people to nominate me, huge huge honor. Um, again, I'm just I'm thank I'm thankful. Like it was it was really like a a moment, and it kind of. It was kind of bittersweet because the ceremony was December 4th of last year and I left December 28th. So it was kind of like my send off kind of. Mm. Yeah. Your send off to let you yeah. know that a new season was coming. You was about to level new up. Season. You was going to new the next, season. you know, but like you said, everything happens for a reason. So yes. there's a reason that you were recognized. Right. And I guess I'm super thankful for it. That's what's up. That's what's yeah. up. Um, okay, so you know what? You reminded me of something about today, about today's date. Oh, you can't hear me? <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna come over there right now. <laughs> you can come over. <laughs> no, but seriously, it's the anniversary. You want to talk about that? Oh, yeah, 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 of course. You, hey, y'all see who on my shirt, don't you? I see it now. You already yes. know. Yeah. I'm glad you lifted it up. Oh yeah. 21 years. Yeah. You know, you know, Leah, that was my, that was like, she was incredible. Yeah. Real. Incredible and talent. And that woman's been gone 21 years. It's crazy to even sit here and say that because I was 18 years old. I was a kid mm. when she died. I just told my age, but you know, I'm still a young tenderoni for all the people watching. You yes, know. you are. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Hashtag <Yeah>. facts. Facts. <laughs> so wait, so you were 18, but she was only, you know, some years older. Oh, she was in her 20s. How old was 22. she when she passed? 22. 22. Yeah. Y'all could have dated. You were so close in age. 
My listeners don't say that. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, we won't we won't sidestep. Look, save that for that compilation album. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that was uh, yeah. That 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 was like the hugest crush. There there are two women I will say in my teenage years that I had a crush on. Okay, the first one might shock you. Who but is it? The first one is Madonna. Oh, okay, okay. So overly, I feel like Madonna is. Well, she still is. She's overly sexy, but it's so natural that it's just not. <laughs> you know, it's just it is kind of like her just being herself. And then Aaliyah was just cool, calm, street but sweet, like they used to say. Um, beautiful voice, just beautiful everything. So, yeah, man, that was that was that was my crush back in the day. Okay, Madonna yeah. and Aaliyah. So oh, very yeah. different. Speaks to different parts of your, <laughs> your personality different. and all of who you are. But I will say this. Mm. So now in my more tenure, tenure days, I will say that Rihanna is one of them. But I feel like Rihanna mm. is kind of like the Black Madonna. So I kind of <laughs> like you can see... If if you could kind of see why I like Rihanna and you look at Madonna, you'd be like, okay, I kind of see where you're. Well, I, I kind of see what you have there. They just have like this this natural sexy going on about them. And this so kind of like, I don't give a fuck in the attitude, you know. So basically, what Rihanna did for you was she took the both of them and she just is come. It's like the on two the of low. them combi- combined combined in the one. On the low, I I can't say that. I can't say that because she has like this. This, she has this thing about it. You know, everybody kind of, well, I'm going to call everybody, but some people have this thing. And um, Aaliyah definitely had the thing. But Rihanna also has it. I won't say Madonna had it, but mm-hmm. Rihanna and Aaliyah definitely have it. Yeah. I will okay. say that. Did you think that Sade had it? Sade most definitely had it. You know what's crazy? So mm-hmm. Sade and Aaliyah have the same birthday. What? My, I yes. didn't know that. Shade didn't really have the same birthday. My dad's crush is Shade. I grew up on Shade. Okay. So I that's like my Shade. dad's favorite female artist of all time. Like Aaliyah's like my favorite female artist of all time. Mm-hmm. That's what Shade is to my dad. Okay. Every time I hear anything Shade, I immediately go to my dad. He loves Shade. He loves yeah. Shade. So I just kind of thought that was crazy that, you know, and I didn't find this out. I think that they had the same birthday to years after. But I just kind of thought that was cool. Like that was like his, that was like his his girlfriend in his head, and Aaliyah <laughs> was my girlfriend in my head. And they're both uh two beautiful women. And uh yeah, you know, cool. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I looked up some information. No, I don't ask what I usually don't pre-script questions, but I did look okay. up some information because I knew you was coming on and I knew. You know I was I knew, and I knew it was the anniversary of Aaliyah's death. Okay. So I was thinking about, and I'm not trying to get dark and twisted, okay? okay. But I was thinking about just like death, okay? Mm-hmm. It's like because normally when an artist, or even it doesn't even have to be an artist, but when somebody dies that we're either close to or we know or we're fond of or whatever. Even if we don't know them, there's just something about death that automatically takes you to a place mm-hmm. of reflection and pause and contemplation. So when you remember her, you were 18 and you remember when you found out that she died. Mm-hmm. I, remember and I remember like it was yesterday. Besides the fact that, you know, she was your crush and she had it, <laughs> had all that in a bag of chips. Okay. Was there anything else that stirred in you that shook you uh, when she died that young that made you pause and reflect and be like, hmm? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, One of the things I would say that kind of stood out the most was her ability to take risks. Back then, um, you know, a lot of artists weren't taking risks. They were just kind of like, you know, skating on through, you know, doing the thing or whatever. She was uh, she was one of those people who took risks. I kind of like that that whole camp did. Missy Ellie, you know, she was doing videos that came out in the 90s that even now are still ahead of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, Aaliyah song, One in a Million, came out in, what, 96, 97. You hear it on the radio now, you can still say, hey, did that song come out yesterday? Like, it was still so fresh and new. So for me, with her dying that young, I kind of feel like we were, everyone was robbed. Anyone that was a mm-hmm. fan, not only were you robbed of, of her, but just of what she had to come. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I really love about different artists is, you know, being able to kind of like go there and kind of like take their risk and kind of like do the things that people really aren't doing and not really being afraid to do it. That's what mm-hmm. I look for in a lot of artists now that I that I listen to. I like the artists that kind of like push the envelope. Like I'm a really big uh, fan of, um, I say Solange, of course, you do know that. You know, with Solange, like coming, kind of coming out with that compilation album more. Like her last album she came out with was a complete homage to Houston. You know, the the city that she grew up in. Mm-hmm. Um, and if, if you listen to it, and if you're familiar with the the Houston culture and the Houston sound, you can kind of hear it like within an album. Like people really don't talk, don't do stuff like that. Again, a lot of people just kind of like put out music just because, just to say that they you know kind of like put different stuff out. Um, so that that was just an example of like different people, people now that are kind of like doing the thing to just kind of like stay relevant, but still walk on, walk in their own line, walk, walk down their own path. That's one yeah. thing that I really feel like is very, very important. And there's several people out here that are kind of like doing it and shouts out to them for real. Yeah. I don't know. I came, I came across this article that was talking about <clears throat> death and the link mm-hmm. to creativity. And basically, it's like there's two different types of, how do you say it? It's like based on what camp you fall in as it relates to death, because there is a heightened awareness of death right now, especially with Mm -hmm. like the pandemic and everything that happened. I know even for me, it's like, while I wasn't necessarily, was I afraid to die? (laughs) like you're gonna ask it out loud I don't know but I was like it's like constantly in your face so you're like constantly thinking about it it's like I know we're all go we all know we're going to die but because of everything that was happening during the pandemic it's like you were literally thinking about it like every day like in your face and so this article that I came across was talking about how when it comes to death we either have a death awareness or we have a death anxiety And the death anxiety is tied to our emotion and the death awareness is is tied to our mind and reflection. And the increase in creativity comes when we stay in a place of awareness versus being in a place of anxiety. And it makes so much sense, you know, because if we have an awareness of the fact that, hey, I don't know how much time I have, but in the time that I do have, I'm going to have a sense of urgency to get what I want to get done and what I need to get done. And I'm going to feel it. Yeah. It's like the creativity will just continue to like bubble up. Yeah. Don't you think? Anxiety keeps us from doing so much. So, so, so much. I really didn't. I'm not going to say I didn't think anxiety was a thing until. Well, I'm not going to say that I didn't think it was a thing. I just wouldn't really keen on anxiety until I started having anxiety issues myself mm. it's very real um and, and and like we're talking about now like it's one of those things like it will keep you from doing so much <clears throat> a few years back I was in the hospital had, had been sick and had some issues and when I got out I was off work for a couple of months so I kind of like got got like in a, a little deep depression and I would kind of like wake up in in the morning and sit on side of my bed out there I would play music but just sit in one spot every day yeah. Just did it for weeks mm. because I just kind of felt like I could not do anything. I I knew I could, but again, in my mind, it's like, nah, you know, we just, you just, you, you finna chill today. You just gonna sit here today. And I did it and I got nothing accomplished. Mm-hmm. So it's, 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 it's very real. So everything that you said about that, yeah, you, 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 you hit it on, on the, you hit the nail with the hammer or whatever it is. You hit it on the nail head or whatever they say. <laughs> yeah, what is it? Hit the hammer on the nail? Ah, whatever. Yeah. We know what we talking about. But yeah, you you <laughs> y'all you know said what we mean. Absolutely correct. It, it makes so much sense, man. Anxiety is real. So yeah. But how did you get out of that with the anxiety? Um, yeah. Your family? No, I just kind of knew. <laughs> 
It's one of those things, and this is completely random, when you take edibles. Mm-hmm. You know, they have like the THC and the CBD edibles. So the CBD is one of those edibles that you take that has more control over your body than your mind. Mm-hmm. TAC is more of your mind. So I guess <laughs> I'm, I, I hate edibles, by the way. A few weeks ago, about a few months ago, I say, I took a CBD edible and my whole body just shut down. Like I was trying to text, like I couldn't. But Whoa. in my mind, I'm like, I'm like, Carlos, you good. Like you're good. Just, just do it. Just do what you need to do. I, 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 it was like I was fighting going back and forth. It's kind of like one of those things, like when, when I was going through that, like it's like my body had just like shut down and told me that I couldn't do anything. But in my mind, I was like, yes, you can, you can, you can, you can. And it just mm. eventually one day I was like, okay, I need to get up. I have to do this. Of course, clothes need washing. I have to eat. I need to cook. Like I just need to do these little different things. And as I started like doing stuff and doing stuff, I just kind of like got out of it. Okay, so that's interesting. I mean, first of all, I learned something new every day. I didn't know the difference between those two things, CBD, whatever, T, C, whatever. Oh, yeah. There's, there's, <laughs> but, yeah. but it's like, um, and I mean, in simple terms, which you just, there was a disconnection between yeah. the mind and, 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 and the, the physical body, body mm-hmm. for whatever reason. But eventually, they reconnected. Yeah. Sometimes you just have uh, to... It, Sometimes you can have too much time on your hands and overthink. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes during that same time, you don't think enough. And, you know, it's it's like, again, I knew that I needed to get up and do these different things, but I just, my body wouldn't let me. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, but glad I got out of that situation because that was a very, very rough time. But, you know, that was just an example of, of kind of how it works. I know the whole things with the CBD and the TAC that was absolutely random, but it's <laughs> kind of like that. That's kind of how it was. You know what I'm saying? I knew that in my mind, I knew exactly what was going on. I just had to basically make myself kind of like wake that part of my brain up. Like, okay, you know, we, we, we're not doing this today. We're going to mm-hmm. go ahead and get this business taken care of. But even then, like I played my music. That's one thing I did do. My music played, my music was blasting. You know what? Music seriously is therapy. It is. I mean, it is. I constantly am playing my music. Absolutely. You know, it's a must. It's, it's a must. I mean, yeah. and I think that music is so important because you, you've heard the phrase of, you know, setting the atmosphere. Right. It's like the music that we choose to play. It does set the atmosphere for where we are. Right. Not even just where we are, but it sets the atmosphere with our mind. It sets our atmosphere with the soul. So I think that's also another reason why it's, it's really important to pay attention to what we are listening to, what we choose to listen to, because, you know, we want to put ourselves in the right environments or in the right atmospheres for whatever yeah. it is that we need to do. Yeah. Especially what if you have one day, you have to make sure that you're in the right mindset. You know, and then some songs that you listen to it saying that in the same breath, some songs you listen to, they're meant to be uplifting songs, but they can kind of get on your nerves and kind of take you to a place where you don't want to go. Like, I love Happy by Pharrell, but I know some people that hate that song and it just makes them really, really angry. I'm just kind of like, it's the song's happy. Like, it's supposed to make you excited. <laughs> but, you know, some people can't stand it, so. You know. <laughs> you know what? I think in their defense, Happy has been, oh, it's been like, played okay yeah. they is played too much it was i agree, I agree. <laughs> it's like it oh was, gosh happy again but we <laughs> took a break so now if it comes back on i mean they should be cool yeah we were oversaturated oh, with happy i feel the same way about a girl on fire alicia keys this girl is on fire <laughs> in my job we would have morning meetings and they will play it at the morning like at 7 a.m like why are we listening to this She's literally <laughs> screaming like why are you playing this and it would just it would just piss me off so i would have like an attitude for like the first two hours and i'm like okay i'm good now but i i couldn't stand it so 
that was your work hype song, okay? Oh my god, it was and good. it was not working for you. You know what? Like this messy bun is not working for me. I tried to do this messy chopstick bun, and now I'm like over it. But whatever. I told you your hair <laughs> looks really nice. It, it looks, it looks Thank nice. Thank you, like but it's bothering me, kind of like the happy song and the girl is on fire. Song. <laughs> 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 but anyway, <laughs> wow. All right, so dang. So I'm like, what else, did Carlos? Are you working on? That's, that's really your, it. Like the album is really like my main main thing. Well, I don't want to say that's it. Like, of course, we have the podcast, which is that that's our baby. Like, you know that that's not going anywhere. Of course, we're doing that. Uh, we were had started cutting ep- episodes back and doing it like every two weeks, but I think now we're going forward. We're going to do weekly again. So I always look forward to doing the podcast. Um, and then the album. So of course, and then I'm, I'm kind of healing up more from my surgery that I had. So I haven't been out in about a month. So I'm kind of ready to kick it Labor Day next weekend. So I'm going to be out in these streets. Oh, you're about to be on these. You know, I can't believe that Labor Day is literally next weekend. Yeah. Like for real, it's September in a yeah. few days. Time is flying. I mean, literally, kid, should I just tell you Merry Christmas now? Because I mean, like, for real, that's how quickly time is flying. Yeah. Oh, it my is, gosh. It's literally going by so fast. So, yeah, I'm trying to just kind of fo- focus on the album because I don't want time to just get away and, you know, nothing get done. So that's that's going to be like my main thing. The podcast is just kind of like I can wake up and just cut the mic on and start recording. And that just be simple as that. But with the album, it's going to take a lot of focus and stuff like that. So, and I've been working on a lot of stuff since I've been off. So, uh, I kind of got everything kind of organized how I wanted to look as far as um, like a format or whatever. So, once I get it down cracking, um, I, I do have to find someone. If, if there are any listeners out there, if you know a graphic designer, send them my way because I have to have an album cover. Mm. I have to have an album cover. That's going to be very important. The album cover set the tone for an album if you didn't know that i'm telling you that now the album cover sets the tone any type of graphics i was looking on twitter last night and it's funny we're talking about this because they were talking about ugly album covers and i hate <laughs> <laughs> i know that's so random but i hate ugly album covers i was like oh my god like this is really a thing i kind of feel like your album cover is this is what we see before we really even listen to the the project Mm-hmm. Now, of course, it doesn't mean like, okay, if you have a beautiful album cover, your album is going to be music. I mean, going to be beautiful. No, that's not what that means. But at least you kind of set the tone and, you know, you presented something that looks nice, you know. Um, so, yeah, it, album covers are everything. The album artwork is everything. So if somebody's listening, they're a graphic designer, how should they hit you up? I mean. You can follow me on Instagram. Uh, at loso underscore decar and that's d-e-c-a-r um you can follow me on twitter at living good loso and that's l-i-v-i-n-g-o-o-d l-o-s-o l-o-s-o follow me man okay uh, let me know you know like i said and that's the same for the artists any artists that are listening to this i know you guys have a lot of artists to come on here any artists listen to this, reach out. Let me know what's up. If you want to be a part of the art of love, I feel like it's going to be a, um, I'm not going to say I feel like it's going to be, it's going to be one of the best things that come out in 2023. And I'm ready for all of Yes. These, I'm ready for all these people to hear the underdog. Shout out to the underdogs. Let me let me give a couple of shout outs. First of all, <laughs> shout, shout it out. <laughs> I got a shout out to... The, the people that, that were on Nirvana, I want to shout out all those artists. On I know one, Rob Milton, he actually just wrote uh, Monica's latest single. Oh, shoot. With, with Ty Dolla Sign. So he was on Nirvana, man. That is huge. You Super really out there finding folks. Super mm-hmm. proud of him, man. Um, Even an artist, Dixon. Dixon is now signed to Rock Nation. Uh, he actually submitted a song to go on Nirvana. He was one of those people, unfortunately, that didn't make it, but I mean, shit, he's made it now. He, <laughs> I mean, you know, he's doing his thing. He skipped Nirvana and went right to get signed. Hey, listen, he he has a new single out with Seven Streeter called Cherry So Bad. If you ever heard it, 
Check it huh. out. It's like a, a really, really good summer summer bop. Um, he has an album ready to come out. He actually was on, uh, he wrote two songs on Beyonce's latest album. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Virgo's Groove and Pure Honey. He wrote those. And then he wrote the song that she did, uh, I think it was called Be Alive uh, on the King Richard soundtrack. So I wrote that incredible songwriter. Um, wow. Shout out to Joy Conway, Brick Liam, Ivy, um, again, Rob Milton, Nick Hendricks, everybody that was on the line, man. I, like I said, I love, I love indie artists. I feel like there's a place for you guys out there. I feel like you guys need to be heard. And uh, the people that are listening, like I said, if you want to be a part of the project, hit me up. If you just want me to hear your music, hit me up. Like, I love music, so, and I will give you my honest opinion. If I don't like it, I'm going to tell you I don't like it. I'm not going to be mean about it, but I'm just like, yeah, I'm really not feeling this. But one thing I feel like artists need to know is everyone's not going to like your music. There's just, just point true. blank. Do mm-hmm. not get discouraged because people don't like it. Um, that's just what it is. Everybody's not going to like it. If you want to get like with a, a producer or a writer and they give you some pointers, just kind of like take take the pointers they're giving, but don't feel discouraged if no one likes your music. Because again, like, you know, there's some songs that my favorite artists might put out and I might just not be feeling it. And that's just, just what it is, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes, that's some great uh, so you, nuggets, okay? You're giving nuggets mm-hmm. right there. It's just like ice cream. Everybody, we all have different tastes. You know what yeah. I mean? Please don't bring me a vanilla because I don't want that. That's boring. <laughs> Super boring. I need stuff in my ice cream. What, what kind of you ice know? cream you want? I need I need goo gobs in my ice cream. I need like chocolate and nuts and like crunchy mm-hmm. thing. Like I like texture, like all that. Okay. I like to mix crazy flavors. I mean, I like cookies and cream, but like, can we throw something in there too? Like, cause the that's kind of clean. Yeah, we the need a little. Finger. We need a little something extra, you know. Cause let me yeah. tell you what I just did to Carlos. This is kind of getting off, but I mean, we brought it up. So we went to this Twenty One Choices. It's like a froyo place, okay? okay. And it's like it's kind of like Cold Stone because they mix okay. the stuff in. Yeah. Well, they had some signature <laughs> frozen yogurt that was already pre-mixed with stuff, yeah. and they had this one called the Cookie Monster. And it had like chocolate chip cookies, Oreo cookies, like all these different cookies, right? Okay. Now, for your average person, that would probably be enough. They'd be like, it's got all the stuff in there. Yes, just give me that. Yeah. But no, here I come. And I'm like, I want to add. <laughs> they, had a, <laughs> they had another mix in on the board that said couch potato. And in couch potato, there's laced potato chips. There's um, cookie dough caramel and sea salt and so basically i took those mixings and put them with the cookie monster and you know what i was hashtag doing too much it was it was too much like i couldn't normally i'm good like i finished all my dessert but i was like oh gosh it was a struggle to finish that and i will Mm -hmm. not do that again it's giving hashtag poop emoji like big old poop emoji yeah, that's, yeah you lost me a lace potato chips <laughs> now listen yeah. i don't normally do that that was my free day you yeah. know and i was really wanting to do something extra and i sure did do it and i ain't ever doing that again yeah that, that's a lot that's but back, but back to my point about what you said. <laughs> everybody's not gonna like your music, and everybody's not right. gonna make. Right. <laughs> They're not gonna like that. Yeah, that's very very true. Ah, uh, wow, De Carlos, how many episodes are you guys on? Right now, uh, now like I said, we started season two earlier this year. We just said episode eight, but we okay. took a break. We should be a lot further than that, but yeah, we took a break. So we're just at episode eight right now. Listen, you know what? People don't understand. It's it's more than a notion to oh, keep yeah. this content going every single yeah. week. Yeah, it is. I, I've missed a few weeks in there myself. I was like, all right, y'all, I'm back. I know I've been gone for a minute, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so yeah, so but and I look forward are- to have you on in a few weeks, like we discussed earlier. So yes we'll chop it up and let let you know you know what what we're gonna do but i'm I'm excited about you know of course returning the favor thank you so much for having us then having me now i really appreciate it um yeah 
Yes, I love it. You know, next time I come to Houston, I'll have to look you up. I was I said I was gonna look you up in Nashville, but you gone now. I'm gone. Yeah, I'm I'm gone. And you're in LA, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I am. You know what? I was I'll be in Tulsa last year. You were last September, yeah. For how long? Had you already been on the podcast? I, I had. And and I didn't get a you didn't I even know. hit me up. I just wow. thought about it. I was just like, wait a minute, you in LA, right? Because I remember, <laughs> I remember um on the last podcast, you was like, we're on the West Coast. And I just sort of thought about it. I was like, wait a minute, she in LA. So yeah. Look, you telling on yourself. I was there last September. I was, I was there. Don't you do that again. That's like, you know, when but you listen, family so next time when I'm calm, we're going to the ice cream place, but we're not gonna do the Monster with the couch, yeah. We're not doing all that. We ain't doing all that. Yeah, because we Cheetos and chocolate and yeah, all that. We can't. We can't. (laughs) But because we family now, you know, when family comes to town, you got to tell people. Okay. Unless there's a problem. You what you cooking? What's going on? Yeah. Hey, I do cook now, but I've been doing the animal based. So okay. I don't know if you like that, but whatever. Mm. <laughs> you was like, no. <laughs> Anywho, I will be in Tulsa, but that's not gonna be close to you. Oh no. Yeah. What's going on in we... Tulsa? Then I'm just I'm asking for I'm, going to, sing. I'm going, going to sing. I'm going to sing. You're going to sing, put them vocals to use. Okay, I see you. Mm-hmm. Let them know how to how to do it. How to do it. We'll be over there by Black Wall Street, Greenwood Cultural okay. Center. so anywho all right well shoot i guess we better wrap it up huh wrap it on up wrap it on up (laughs) because what time is it there seven um yeah six no six here okay it's dinner Mm -hmm. time yeah so what's central central time so it's only two hours okay yeah okay i don't gotta feel bad about keeping you (laughs) All right, so if people want to find you, they need to go to their IRIG. They need to go to your Twitter. And uh, I'm sure I'm going to have you on again. Maybe the next time it'll be in person. Hey, that would be dope. That would be dope. Hopefully, hopefully, um, next time it'll be me and AD come back again. AD really hates uh, that he's missing and he does say hello. Um, You know, when I told him I was going to be on here. So, yeah, again, we appreciate that. The love last time. We got a lot of love last time. Everybody really enjoyed the episode. We were on with you and Seats. And yes. uh, yeah, that was that was really dope. It was really the conversation was really good. I think that was the most important thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's good. I appreciate y'all coming. You know, I appreciate you coming back on. You have to tell us AD, I send my love. I most definitely will. All right. So uh dang y'all. Well, we're gonna wrap it up. Um, man, you've been listening to for the artists a podcast brought to you by Creative M Projects. I've been your host, Melissa Sharif, speaking with Zacalos for the second time. Y'all stay tuned to what he's doing because he is more than a vibe, okay? And uh, yeah, more than a vibe. And I'm looking forward to the compilation that you're going to be putting out because it's going to be all love. No Absolutely. And, you know, if you're not busy and you want to listen to some Artists that you haven't heard of before. Again, I did release Nirvana in 2015. Nirvana, go check it out. Noise Trade in the oh, oh, Under Loso uh, underscore the car. Say that one time. Say that one time. They can, where they can check out Nirvana. Um, Bandcamp and Noise Trade. Okay. Under Loso underscore the car. Loso underscore Dakar. And you know what? I'll put that in the description too. So people can also read it. Absolutely. Appreciate All right, DeCarlos. Much love. Thank you so much. Heal Thank up with you. that arm. Thank you. So I'm, I'm getting a little better. It's, it's, it's healing on up. It's healing on up. Yeah. All right. Good. Good. All right. So y'all, until next week, y'all already know what it is. I want you to keep creating from the inside out. Peace. All right. Peace out. When was the last time you did some good with your money? Okay, this is a shameless plug for you to make a donation today to Creative M Projects. Go ahead and dip into your pocket, dip into your wallet, 
dip into your friend's pocket <laughs> and make a donation. It's easy to do. Go to our website, www.creativeandprojects.org. There is a give tab and there are so many different ways to give. Yes, this is a shameless plug for money. But if you have other things you'd like to give, like your time, some sort of art supply or donation, we'll take that too. All right, y'all. Much love. Let's do this. <laughs>